0: Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Alright guys, welcome back for another episode. Today it's just going to be me, no callers um, today. But uh, first we're going to start off with the Bruins game last night. A big game, four win. Uh, that stupid goal by Columbus that really shouldn't count. And we're going to talk all about that. Then we're going to talk about the... Uh, last night's Red sox game couldn't stay consistent uh we'll talk all about that and then a little comment by Kyrie Irving so um might be a little bit of a short episode but nothing too bad uh also I also I think I told you guys already but I made an Instagram which just made it a few days ago so it's pretty new but After the Buzzer Sports Talk uh, is the name of it. So if you have that, go follow it. Uh, After the Buzzer Sports Talk. uh, All lowercase, no spaces. Tomorrow, uh, so Break It Down, you know, Tom is from Break It Down. actually changed the name um, of his podcast to The Tip Off. So I'll be doing tomorrow, Saturday, which is tomorrow being Saturday. 11 a.m. Eastern time. We will be going and doing an Instagram live, so you guys can. We'll kind of just talk sports. You guys can ask some questions. He's more just an NBA guy, but you guys still feel free to ask uh, any sports comment uh, or questions for me. Um, and tomorrow, I think me and Colin will probably it will probably be a good episode tomorrow where we'll. Go over the Bruins uh, Celtics game three, which is actually going on right now, and rank the 15 best players left in the playoffs. I know we do so many lists, but they're always just fun to do and always get makes for a good listen. So, until you guys suggest something different, kind of just – I try to mix it up, and I think I do, but you guys can come in and call in on the Eaker mobile app and suggest. So, sorry about that, but now we're going to move on to the Bruins game four win over Columbus. All right, so last thing was a great game – for the Boston Bruins against the Columbus Blue Jackets, Sugrass made four, 39 saves on 40 shots. The team won 4-1. Bergeron had two goals on seven shots. Torrey Krug had two assists. Pasternak had an assist and a goal. Uh, Backus had an assist. He actually played, which was great. Chara had an assist. Corrali had a goal. Marchand assists. McAvoy, and assist, just going down the line there. And then for the Blue Jackets, obviously that stupid goal uh, for Panarin. And uh, 42 saves on 46 shots for Borowski. Borowski wasn't even great last night. He was good because all the shots that he faced, so you can't really say he was bad, but the Bruins really peppered him. We got out early. The two-way speed for are, you know, you got to kind of, you know, hope for those tippins in front of the net and you know point to point uh if you know what I'm saying and they did that uh all last night really um, where y- you kind of have to beat them in a way those two ways kind of those you know tippins like second chance opportunities right near the crease not obviously not in the crease but near the crease of the net right in front of the net on Borowski and point to point like um you know exactly what I'm talking about. The first poster knuckle uh was perfect. It was set up perfectly. That's how you beat Bobrovsky, uh, which was great. And then the same thing we did we did the same thing with Bergeron. You gotta kinda get it point to point in a quick shot. And we did that, like that poster knuckle is a perfect example. The Bergeron goal is a solid example as well. Uh, and those were good. Now, the whole then we get to, we're up 2-0 and we get to the Panarin goal. So basically what happened is um, so the, the puck deflected off of the off of the net the netting, but the re- the referees didn't see it. Um, so basically what happened is then it was a goal, but it isn't reviewable. So I was mad about this because at the time I was like, this could cost us this game, which means it could cost us a series. And even though we still won four to one, I'm still mad over the fact that this happened. It's something that hockey has to change because the fact that that's not reviewable—that is clearly no goal. Uh, now I, I'm not as mad because we won the game anyway. But you know, if we lose that game, if that goal costs us the game. That could really—that pretty much kind of costs us the series right there. Um, so I was just. I was really mad about that. Uh, that call, I was like, oh, "Great, that's kind of something that has to be changed." It doesn't really happen a lot where it kind of goes out is out of play, and then it comes back and they score. I mean, that's that clearly hit the net. They saw the net move. Uh, it's hard to see the puck, but you see it move, and it, everyone knows it hit the net. So, I, it just, it, you know, it's just kind of frustrating because what if that cost us this game? It didn't. Um, what ifs, but it it could in a scenario, it could cost you a game, which costs you a series, which doesn't always happen with some of these things. And I know, but this is something that, you know, kind of has to be changed. Um, So I don't know what to say about that goal. And then you had the Sean Corrali goal right in front of the net. They beat Bobrovsky the two ways you can only beat him. You can't beat him by coming up and, you know, just taking a shot, which is kind of what they were doing. Corrali beat him the second way you can beat him. In front of the net on the second shot opportunities. And that's what Corrali did. There it was a nice goal. And then you saw the Bergeron goal at the end. Bergeron came back to life. Martian, that Those guys came back to life. And your whole team did. Uh, Grizzlik was good last night as well. He saved that goal. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was Boom Jenner. It was, it was someone. And they were driving to the net. And. Grzyk just kind of poked it away. Uh, Martian almost had a goal, too. It was a great glove save by uh, Bobrovsky's point. You know, they passed the point-to-point, side-to-side. Uh, side. I don't know how to say it, you know? Cross ice. And Martian got off the quick shot, and Bobrovsky just made a good save. But it was close to being another goal. It uh, just shows there really only two ways you can be Bobrovsky's an elite goaltender. But there's two ways, and the Bruins did it all last night. It was great. It was a really, really good game. You have to be happy with what. The- the way the Bruins played last night. You cannot be complaining if you're a Bruins fan. Um, it's hard to even complain about the goal. We won. We played really good hockey. If we can play the way we played last night, we're going to win the series. Uh, if we, Especially offensively. We played great defensively. got a little luck from the post uh, and whatnot. But it, it really could have gone either way, really, last night's game because – uh, in a way that there were a lot of opportunities for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. They hit some posts. Boom! Jenner had the, uh, they he had the penalty uh, shot. Uh, there were some opportunities for them. Definitely, there's a lot of Boom Jenner last night, and you know maybe. I mean, it's hard to say. Could have gone another way, but it definitely could have because they score that goal. Maybe that changes momentum. But you never know. Uh, but no, it was a great game. Ne- nevertheless. Uh, Rask played very well. Your defense was solid. It got involved in offense as well. And you know those guys you need to provide that you need to. Uh, really show up. Bergeron had two goals. Pasternak a goal and assist. Marchand an assist and almost had that goal. So they came to play last night, especially Bergeron who's been just dead silent. Pasternak and Marchand so show up here and there. So it was great to see them. You know, it was really, uh, it was it was phenomenal. Uh, also, the Hurricanes swept the Islanders, which means if we win the series, we face the Carolina Hurricanes. So happy about that. I said in nah, hockey, anything can happen, but the Hurricanes, please, they're no. Peter Morazzick. They played like their backup goalie. I forget what his name is. Um the other night in one game three. Played their backup goalie. Uh let me check what his name is. I forget he's a backup goalie. Like Peter I know Peter Morazic's their starter and he's 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 not good at, he's not really good at all. Um I'm not I'm not joking. Um their goalie they played the Hurricanes played that's who it Curtis McC. McKellen, I knew it was Mick something. I just didn't, I don't know what his name is. But the Islanders, oh, that's that's tough. They just swept the Penguins and then you get swept by the Hurricanes. But you never know. The Hurricanes, you know, I, I thought they're going to be a little better than people would think. I said they, uh, I think it was a six game series I predicted with the Capitals. I thought they could give the Capitals a little bit of a run for their money. Not win the series, but you know, it's kind of like the Blue Jackets too with the Lightning, but. You just never know in hockey. That's the thing. Like, yeah, we're facing the Hurricanes. And all of a sudden, they can just show up and play better than you. But the Bruins should be title favorites right now. Um, they're The best team left in the East. Uh, and then out in the West, you have the Sharks and Avalanche, Stars and Blues. So, really, the only team that you can really argue is the Sharks. The Sharks might be better than the Bruins, but that's it. They played Joe uh, well without their captain, Joe Pavelski, though. Uh, which has been good to for them to step up. But whether or not the Bruins just played good last night, tied the series up 2-2, you know, now you have command again. You're coming off a commanding win in Columbus going back home to Game 5. You win Game 5, you got to feel good about this series. You really do, because now all of a sudden you're up three to two going into Columbus. You lose, then now you're going home back to Boston. But the Toronto Maple Leafs probably felt the same way, just they were on the road for Game Five and Game Seven. So you just never know. Uh, the series—it's going to be a long six or seven game series. I'd say seven games probably. Uh, that's what it's looking to be. Uh, so the Bruins just got to keep battling. But if they play the way they played last night, this is going to be this is going to be a good series. This is going to be. Uh, we're probably going to have a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals with the uh, uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And while we're at it, we'll check in on a few other of these series. The Avalanche and Sharks uh, tied at 2-2. I The Avalanche are a joke. I'm sorry, without Nathan Mc, uh, McMinnon. I don't know. How do you say? Uh, why can't I pronounce his name? Nathan Mac McKinnon. I always say McMinnon. Don't even ask. Like it's just one of those things. I always say McMinnon's McKinnon. It sounds exactly the same, but he that guy's really good. He is. Um But I heard the Sharks uh coach said, If we can hold him to one point a night, I'm happy. And I, I'd have to agree, that guy's a beast. Uh absolute beast. Uh and really I just don't I think the Avalanche were the worst team coming into the playoffs. Yet they, they handled the flames. Flames Again, aren't great team, but the Sharks really should win that series. The Sharks don't win this that series. It's just a joke. That's a joke. The Bruins have what left? The Hurricanes, the Avalanche, and the winner of the Stars and the Blues, who are tied two to two in their. Uh, stars are up one nothing in their game. Filming this uh, episode at like ten, so that's why game started at nine thirty. Personally, who would I rather face? Probably the Blues. I don't know. Both teams are playing really good. Blue, blues have been red hot. Same with the Stars. So, I don't know. Uh, it, but the winner of that series would be the biggest threat left. More than the Hurricanes or Avalanche. I can guarantee you that. So, yeah. That's kind of my rundown on the Bruins. Uh, game 4. The rest of their series. And kind of just touching up on the rest of the NHL playoffs. Got a good 10-minute segment in there. So, now we're going to talk oh about the Red Sox game last night. Uh. They stay inconsistent, and then uh, Kyrie's little quote that I saw. So, uh, yeah, let's get to that. All right, so there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I highly suggest if you didn't watch the Red Sox game, there's a lot to take away from that game, just personally uh, watching it. um, Just a lot of mistakes, just little mistakes that cost you that game overall in the end. Um, What was his name? Delamique? uh, What's his name? Jesus Christ. Uh, Nicky Delmonico, a pinch hitter, got the game-winning three-run shot. You were up four to three in the last inning. Uh, you made a t- you made the one error, the Devers error, but like you started off the game, you know, bases loaded, bets tagged up for the first run, and then Devers makes that beautiful play at third base to bray you out. He's slow, but you gunned him out. It was a good play by Devers, right? And then, you know, overall, you were doing good. Price was doing – actually, you know, you look at the stat line, six innings pitched, seven hits, three earned runs, two walks, five strikeouts isn't great. But Price has maybe been your best starter this year, but that's not it. That sixth inning killed him. Uh, You know, you go into it three to two, okay? And then all of a sudden he lets up – obviously this is a McCann home run – but before that, beforehand. But he goes into that inning, by the time he let up that third straight hit and the game was tied at 3-3, I'd say you take him out right then. Once he lets up that third, third straight hit and it's tied at 3-3 and he's hitting his 95th pitch in the sixth inning, I think it's time to take him out. Then we decide... You know, no, 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 we're going to let him keep pitching. Then he pitches a wild pitch that advances the runners to second and third. By then, you think Alex Cora would have an idea. Maybe we should take him out now. Luckily, they didn't score any more runs after that. Luckily, he's a ground out to Mitch Moreland to end the inning with two outs. But seriously, things could have got ugly. Why wasn't he taken out of the game? Like, that could have gone bad. After that third hit, why didn't you take him out? Especially after the wild pitch where, all all right, no, no, no. Just let him finish the inning with second... A guy on second and third, he's let up three straight hits just through wild pitch. Ninety-five pitches, you can see he's melting the inning away. He's just melting down, and you're just gonna no, 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 finish the inning, finish the inning. This guy's on second and third. Bring someone in. Good, the, you know I'm playing what if here. You know he didn't let up any more runs, but come on, I mean, you're kidding, right? So that was just my my takeaway. Jackie Bradley Jr. By the way. He isn't making these spectacular catches anymore either. He missed that uh, one on the ho- on McCann home run. And then late in the game, he almost robbed Delamique, whatever his name is, the guy with the pinch hitter that hit the walk-off home run. I don't know the pinch hitters for the Chicago White Sox. But he just hit a three-run home run to to win the game. Because Ryan Brazier because we don't have a bullpen. Uh, I told you, I, this team just hasn't proven enough to me. Last night was an okay game. It wasn't bad. Uh, we're currently winning 6-0 in the sixth inning, so we're getting better. Uh, you sweep the Athletics. You almost win last night, and you're blowing them out tonight. Uh, Chavis has been great, by the way. Uh, Mitch- Michael Chavis, uh, last night he only had a walk, didn't get any hits, but I just want to take a look at this guy. Uh, this So far this season, he's hitting a 2-8-9 two-eight, clip, which is a little over average. Very good. He's got 14 strikeouts on 8 walks, which is not bad. 8 ribbies on 11 hits and 8 runs. And 38 at-bats. So that's he's been doing good. Um, he just called him up, kind of like a, it's a kind of pressure move, it seemed like. But that no, he's paid off. He really has. So uh, Benintendi had the home run. He was solid last night. Betts was good, getting on base. Uh, started the game 2-for-2. Two two. Cooled off a little, but still, he had two runs. He was good. Uh, JD Martinez was good. Three hits and four at-bats. Had a walk as well. Uh, other than that, really, Bogarts walked twice. Devers. Devers. Uh, Devers. Raphael Devers. Uh, this guy, I'm not really too sure about him anymore. He's 22 years old. Uh, this season, he's hitting .294, which is actually pretty good. But he just... Do you, do you, is he a top priority for you? Because for me, we just signed back Alexander Bogarts. My top priorities have to be kind of for your young guys. They gotta be Mookie Betts. Uh, Devers is up there, but you know how how high is he for you? Calling the anchor mobile app because he's he's a horrible third baseman. He had that big error. Uh, that that really ugh, I hated that. How do you not make that play? He's horrible defensively, but he can hit. He's over his career. Uh, this season, he's hitting .294 and 109 at-bats, scored 17 runs, 32 hits, 10 RBIs, on 15 walks, 21 strikeouts. He's solid. I mean, I, I, I like him personally. I, I just don't know how high he is on the priority list. You know, he's bad defensively, but he's a good hitter. You know, he, he looks like by next season – If he continues at this rate, he'll be hitting at a 300 clip, which is amazing. Uh, So, you know, how high is he on the priority list for you? Uh, Because for me, he's up there, for sure. Uh, When it comes to some of these young guys, you're going to have to pay. But I'd say Betts and Ben have to be above him. I'd say he's probably above JBJ. Uh, JBJ is really just a good fielder, you know? Uh, You know, I'll take the good batter over the good fielder. Especially with that outfield you have. It's already crowded out there. Uh, So, you know, I'll take the bat over the fielder. Personally, though, you know, when it comes to me, my top priorities in baseball are pitching, starting pitching, the bullpen, the hitting. Then we can talk about the base runners, the pinch hitters, bench players, if you want to add that, the fielding. Fielding matters, but, I mean, you can have have guys like Devers and they won't kill you. Devers hurts you. There's no doubt about that. Like, that Abreu plays as good as it gets for him. But with Devers, he's not going to – I mean, you you can't have some horrific fielder, but you need some good fielders on the team that are going to be able to make plays and save runs, like Jackie Bradley Jr. It's just when you, you have so many guys that you have to pay, Jackie Bradley Jr. is really just a good fielder. He can't be that high up on the list. He's not a good hitter. Um, he's an okay base runner. He's not great. Um, you know, he really can just field. That's about it. Um, let's see. Jackie Bradley, you know, he's a great center fielder defensively, but he's hitting .149 this season. He hits .234 in his career, which is bad. .149 this season. 94 at-bats, 6 runs, 14 hits, 5 ribbies, 10 walks, 32 strikeouts. At what point I kind of just wanna um I, I don't even know if he can play every day at this point, you know. Is this a guy you can play every day? I'm not saying sit him, but can he even play every day? I want to see Red Sox outfield um because I know here are your outfielders off the top you know off the top of my head I can name um I can name Benintendi Martinez and Mookie Betts three players I've better than them. Given M- Martinez can't play DH, but you also have Steve Pierce technically play the outfield don't don't want that but no seriously do we call some guy up yeah we need to put a little pressure on JBJ to start playing because not only is his hitting gone down but his fielding has given those those two plays last night were hard to make but those plays that we this is literally the reason why we keep him cuz he makes those plays like having a field like JBJ helps a lot and it saves you runs it saves you games but i'd rather have someone who can hit like devers so if it comes down to Devers or JBJ, definitely take Raphael Devers. Uh, I take the bat over the fielder every time. And it's no offense because fielding seems like that thing that just doesn't get appreciated enough. But it's batting Batting's definitely more important. I'm sorry. You need good fielders like JBJ, but if, if you have to make a decision, I take the guy who's on pace to start hitting, you know, the guy who's almost hitting at a 300 clip at 22 years old over the um, – Guy that can really only field and is hitting at a .149 clip. So that's my take on the Red Sox last night, saying inconsistent. But if we do talk about the Red Sox next episode, maybe we will, maybe we won't. It looks like we're about to win. Uh, we're up six nothing. I think the seventh inning now. We when we started talking about the sixth inning. So uh, hopefully they win. So I'm not saying they are still inconsistent. You didn't win, but it wasn't a horrible game. It was just a little little things. I killed you last night. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what how they bounce, keep bouncing back. They're getting a little better. Uh, they're not fantastic, but they're getting a little better. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But now uh, to wrap up the episode, I'm going to talk about a little quote I heard from Kyrie Irving, and it's just something to throw in there. There's something big about his off move. It's just more me, 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 me. Uh, and I'm the best, so let's get to that. Okay, so we all know Kyrie Irving is kind of like a little you know, mini-me of LeBron James, and he thinks the world just revolves around him. He's talk- constantly talking about me, 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 me. And I don't really use direct quotes because I don't need to all the time, but this is just, you know what, I want to this time. I don't usually, because people know what I'm talking about. People don't, I don't need to pull out the quotes for to convince people that Kyrie Irving, mean, if you're a sports fan especially a lot of you around Boston here, you know Kyrie Irving only cares about himself, really. But you know what? I want to throw in quotes here and there. This is uh, from Bleacher Report, but uh, ESPN's Jackie McMullen. Kyrie Irving says, I've been playing basketball a lot longer than some of these people analyzing the game. I'm an actual genius when it comes to this game. So you're like, Aiden, why are you pulling me aside to talk about this quote? Well, Kyrie even just takes it too far sometimes. Sometimes it's necessary. He needs... You know, this is fine. Where he says, I've been playing basketball longer than some of these people analyzing the game. And he says something like... You know, after... I don't even know what... Like... You know, just stop right there. When he says, I've been playing basketball a lot longer than some of these people analyzing the game. He can say... You know, these people shouldn't tell me what to do what to critique my game. You know, I'll get that from my coaches, you know, my people I, you know, trust. I don't need that from these people, you know. I've been playing longer than them. I get that. You know, that's not too braggy. That's just coming off You know Leave me alone. But then when he says, I'm an actual genius when it comes to this game. Like, was that unnecessary? Like, I like Kyrie Irving because he plays for the Celtics. But, you know he just, that part of it, I I have his jersey, whatnot, I like him, he's fun to watch, but when it comes to the media, I just can't stand the guy, he's super moody, like, I, I, you know, I I want to like Kyrie Irving, I really do, because, like, when I see Kyrie Irving, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I really, you know, look up to him and like how good you know he's just he's just so one so fun to watch but you know what's wrong with them you know he's you know giving all giving away this gear to you know these, these kids and these military members all the time but then just his media you know there's no such thing as the media I never know Kyrie Irving and you know the media leaking all the stuff about the locker room talking to the media just like oh I'm a genius brags about himself and I hate that because that's the part of me that just loses respect for him, you know, and I, it just, it stinks, um, but it is what it is, that's just Kyrie Irving, and that's just stars today, you know, Damien Lowe, the Damien Lowe's of the world are amazing, those humble players just keep to themselves an absolutely ball out, but we don't have many of those anymore, uh, name a star, I bet they're kinda, you know, me 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 me. That's just kind of how they are. Uh, but and it, and it stinks. But you know, it is what it is. But Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's just another quote that I found just hilarious. Just this guy is just all me me me. Why do you have to add that extra quote? I'm an actual genius. Stop. Stop talking about yourself. Talk about. Talk about something else rather than yourself. You know, I'd really enjoy it. It's to the point where I don't even know if I want to listen to Kyrie Irving. You know, what he, what he needs to say. Um. <laughs> It's just ridiculous, uh, wh- why, why, why'd you have to add that last part, I don't know, you could have worded that differently, it didn't sound, uh, you know, so, me, 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 but you get the point, I only keep repeating myself, because I feel like I do that sometimes, and I just didn't lose that three minute span or whatnot, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know why, sometimes I repeat myself, but anyway, yeah, thank you guys for listening, uh, pretty packed episode tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, also, the Instagram live is gonna be fun, again, Break It Down is now its name, The Tip Off. So my Instagram is after the Buzzer Sports Talk, all lowercase, no spaces. 11 a.m. tomorrow Eastern Time. This is Saturday. Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time with The Tip Off. We're going to be doing uh, Old Break It Down with Thomas on Instagram Live. Um, you guys can follow my Instagram where I basically post uh, questions on my story if you want to suggest any episode ideas. And I post whenever there's a new episode so I can keep you guys updated and whatnot. Uh, it's brand new. Um, my account is. So let's just keep growing, guys. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast so we can keep growing. I love doing this, so let's keep growing. As I. Just said sorry, but yeah, tune into the Instagram live tomorrow. Uh calling on the anchor mobile app. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.